Well, happy Tuesday and welcome to episode 106 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Ooh, I like the Happy Tuesday ad. Happy Tuesday. I like it. I like it. You know what I just um, got yesterday? No, but you're going to tell me. I'm going to tell you. I just got a delivery. <sighs> oh, am I going to be jealous? Of course I will be. I don't know if you'll be jealous, but I was pretty okay. happy with it. Yeah. It was a it was a delivery from True Local. Oh. <laughs> Hashtag not an ad. <laughs> Okay. So, okay. So tell me. So here's the thing with True Local is that it's, I mean, we've spoken, I'm pretty sure we've spoken about it before, Yeah. but just in case you don't know what it is, it's, um, it's a local company that is like a subscription box thing, but it's for meat. And it and and the thing that's really cool about it, other than the fact that it's you know delivered straight to you, and so you don't have to do anything other than like choose what you want from the website, is that it's all like they have partnerships with local farmers, and so all of the um, all of the different options are locally grown, and and so you're you know you're. Um, being kind of environmentally conscious with where this meat is coming from. You're supporting local business, which I think is really important as well. And then you're also getting this, you know, delicious, high quality food. And I'm pretty sure when they started, they only did meat. Actually, I'm pretty sure that they do other stuff too. Like I'm pretty sure they do. They did. They did. Yeah, they did salmon. They did. They were doing salmon and uh, um, shrimp and stuff like that right from the beginning. But something... But something tells me that more recently they might do some produce as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm pretty sure that they're Ooh. not just doing meat. Although I, maybe I'm maybe I'm mistaken. But so mm-hmm. so the way the way that it works is you sign up for this subscription box, and then you can decide how you you can decide if you want a small box or a large box, and you can decide how often you want it to come. Now. Mm-hmm. I think the longest stretch that they've suggested is six weeks, but like, I don't need a delivery of meat every six weeks, you know? Yeah. And so I just always like every six weeks, I just push it another six weeks. Like, and so I think in the course of, you know, a couple of years, I've maybe gotten three boxes. Like I I don't, I don't get the delivery that often, but I have to tell you, like I saw it coming up on my calendar that like I needed to either push off the subscription or, or, or take the order this time. And I thought, you know what? My deep freezer is empty. Mm-hmm. It is time to get some meat. Like I, I need some groceries for my freezer, <laughs> and so I thought this is perfect because I literally, actually, like from a from a protein standpoint, there is nothing in my freezer anymore. Okay. Well, no, that's a lie. Oh, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. I was going to ask you. You opted out of the ground turkey meat. Uh, sorry, <laughs> hamburgers on the True Local site. 
that is that is correct because I do have three boxes of Denninger's turkey burgers frozen in my freezer. But other than that, from a protein standpoint, I have nothing in my freezer. And so I thought, you know what, this is great. So I went on the True Willow Girl um, website to like check to see what did I already have from the last time that was in my box, and did I want the same things or did I want things changed up? And like, and they had some new things on there that I was like, hmm, like they had like a, a chicken sausage. Oh. It looked delicious, so I got that. They also have, and this they've had this before, but I didn't order it before, but they have, like, chicken breast that's already in a marinade of some sort. Yeah. So they had, like, a chipotle mango chicken or something. Mm. I thought, think I need that. Anyway, and so the delivery came yesterday, and I was very excited about it. That's I'm very happy for you. I, I only, I think I received one box. The quality of the meat was exceptional. Mm-hmm. Exceptional. Yeah. Now, did you sign up when you got, because at one point, WW members had like for life got an extra four chicken breasts or something or that two is, chicken breasts? That is correct. And so, so you still get that? You better believe I oh. had four chicken breasts in my box. Nice. Wow. I mean, like you said, like the quality of what you're getting, so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think so. you actually, you'd got uh, pork, I think I got pork loin. I got pork tenderloin. Yeah. yeah. I didn't nice. get that this time, but yeah. I've had that in the past. Delicious. Yeah. I had bison burgers before. Oh, okay. Also delicious. Didn't yeah. get that this time either. Ch- changed it up a little bit this time. Okay. But mostly because I was interested in these new sausages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that's the most exciting thing that's happened to me all week. <laughs> well, that that is that's indeed very exciting. I I know we've got a couple of things that we've been listening to that we want to chat about, but before we do that, I made a little list of things that we could go through because I've been interested, I was thinking about this because I think that I know some of your answers, but I think that I actually maybe don't know some of your answers, and that's why I'm curious, because the, so for the entire month of April, all of the topics every week for WW have been related to habits, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, that's interesting to me, of course, because I'm interested in habits and the science of, of habit and how we develop those and why we choose to build the habits that we have and what we do with these habits that we have that we, we don't necessarily want and all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And the last couple of weeks have been kind of the same ish topic. So the last couple of weeks we've been talking about, you know, when you, when you put habits together. So you either piggyback one thing onto a habit that you already have, or when you stack a whole bunch of like mini micro habits together to make a bigger routine. I mean, kind of the same thing, but this idea of like putting things together. So, so I made a little list of things because Hmm. I thought this would, might be kind of fun for us to go through about like, what are some of these habits that we already have whether we have them intentionally or not, like okay. that are tied together. And so the example that was used a couple of weeks ago in the WW workshops was thinking about, you know, what is the habit that you have built around brushing your teeth? So you, first you brush your teeth and then what do you do? I've, I've, I floss after I brush my teeth I, and then I go to bed. 
Okay. Yeah. That's so interesting. See, I'm are, not, are you talking about in the morning? That's either, my nighttime. Either one. In the morning, I often don't, I don't brush my teeth until I'm going to have a shower. So that could be four hours after I've been awake. Right. <laughs> that was really beautiful. <laughs> it kind of felt like a dragon was coming at me through the screen. <laughs> but that's um, Yeah, so for me, I'm a flosser before I brush. Yeah. So in the morning, okay, so two options. Either if I'm like getting ready and I have to do something, so like I'm getting ready and going to work or I'm getting ready and, you know, I have something to either go to or have to be somewhere, then the brushing my teeth is part of my morning routine. So it's brush my teeth, then blow dry my hair always. Oh, that's the really? order. But if I'm getting up, like, for example, this morning and have a morning workout, then brushing my teeth is usually the last thing I do right before I work out because it's all, it's like the start of my morning routine, but then I'm not going to do anything else to like prepare myself if I'm just going to go and be sweaty. You're right. Right. But so because I get up, I already have my clothes in the, in the, bathroom like my workout clothes like my bra my shoes everything is there so I wake up I pick up my phone my glasses I go into the bathroom I get ready and then I go downstairs and I have a coffee so I wouldn't enjoy my coffee if I've already brushed my teeth that would be gross so then I you know then I enjoy my coffee and then I just and then I, I always have to chew a piece of gum when I'm working out it's very strange that you do that, but I know that you do that. Yeah, and running. Like, I've actually been known to go back in to get a piece. I know. Otherwise, it's... I feel I'm parched all the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, it's so weird. <laughs> Maybe it's because I didn't brush my teeth. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> See, but for me, I'm not a coffee drinker. And yeah. so if I'm going to work out in the morning, I also set my my clothes out, my shoes, my socks, everything. I set everything out the night before. So I get up, I can right away get into those clothes, but then I brush my teeth and then work out. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Mostly because I'm just like trying to save myself a step for afterwards. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. so that was one thing. So then I was thinking about other things. Like, I wonder what other things are that we do and then, like, what comes right after that. So I was thinking, so here's one. So the alarm goes and then the alarm goes and then I pick up my phone and I turn it off. And nine times out of ten, I put it back on the charger. Okay. Why do you and put it back I, on the charger? Be- well, just because that's where it is beside the bed. I have one of those multi, okay. like it just sits up in my phone, like my yeah. watch and my earplugs are on it. And then I'll lay there and either wait for the snooze to go off at 5.09 okay. or I will just get up and then look at it because I think maybe I've slept through it and it's been three <laughs> minutes. And then I get up and then <laughs> and then I go. But yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. What do you do? I mean... 
I live by alarms. So when the alarm goes, depending on what time it is, it could be a plethora of different things. So when the <laughs> alarm on my phone goes, I look at my phone to see, because I have all my alarms named. So then I know oh. what the alarm means. Okay. So like sometimes it's the alarm that says wake up. <laughs> But sometimes it's, sometimes it's the alarm that says, like, you have five minutes before you have to do this. Or it's the alarm that says two minutes to the podcast or whatever it might be. So oh my my alarm, I would say my alarm goes at least six times a day to, like, remind me for different things. But it really how, how much busier your day is than mine because I have three alarms in my alarm setting. One is 5 a.m., one is 11.30 a.m., and one is 4 p.m. Guaranteed the 4 p.m. is if I've had a little afternoon siesta that I'll just turn on so I get up for 4 o'clock so that I can start prepping for dinner. That's amazing. 11.30, I am honestly not sure what that's there for. I might have. It could have been a day that I wasn't feeling super hot and then, like, I... I just kept changing it till to get up. 5 a.m. is always the same time. So interesting. Yeah. You know, mine are like, um, I have I have a wake-up alarm. I also have a get-up alarm. <laughs> I have I have a I have an alarm to remind me to to post our podcast information on Instagram. I have an alarm five minutes before our workout with Diego. I have 32 alarms. Oh my gravy. That is, that is, that but is like, but like they're all, but they're all, but they're all set. Like some of them only go off on the weekdays. Some only go off on the weekends. Some only go off like on a Saturday. Some, you know, so I have them all set and, and it's great because these alarms are just always set and they're always, you know, alerting me to different things that I have to do. But you know what, Sandy, I also check them. The night, like, like, okay, so the last thing I do before I go to bed is check that all of the alarms that need to be on for the following day are on. Are on. I think I'm just paranoid about missing things. Yeah. So, okay, next one. When I open the fridge door, yeah. do you have a thing? Is there something that you always go for in the fridge? No, I know before I'm opening the fridge what I'm going for. Oh, good call. Yeah. But I have a really cool handle on this fridge that I can just, if I press uh, on a certain area on the handle, just the outside of the fridge opens up and I see all of the condiment stuff is there. So, like, oh. the stuff that's normally on the inside of the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could it's just, actually, like, on a layer. Yes, you can just open it and just get the stuff that's there. So, like, if I'm making, if I need, like, milk to put in my coffee, or if I'm getting water out of the fridge, like, I can just open that and just pull that out and that. Oh, that's fun. But I'm also really bad for, I often just leave the fridge door open until it's it's making all the noise. And occasionally, the lights go off on it. <laughs> I also am bad for that and and I didn't 
Okay, so I knew, you know how you know things about yourself, but then you don't know how bad it is? Yeah. <laughs> so I know that I leave the fridge door open. Like I know, like, especially if I'm do like if I'm yeah. prepping something, mm-hmm. I often leave the fridge door open because I've grabbed a few things. I know there's something else that I need. I also know that the things that I've grabbed, I only need for a couple of minutes yes. and they're going right back again. And I like to clean up as I go. Me so I too. often, so I often leave leave the, the door open while I'm doing things. I also have been known to leave it open so long that the light turns off. Yes. I've been yes. there. But I didn't realize that it was actually like a problem until actually very recently. Like I think it was only last week at one point I was doing something in the kitchen. And at one point Mark was like, you know, the fridge door is open, right? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah where? He's like, you're not going to close it? Well, and I was like, well, I will close it, but I was just going to finish here first. And he was like, well, I'll open it for you again if you want. <laughs> and I was like, okay. maybe is, I that, is, is that because it was making the noise? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you know, when I guess when you're used to the noise, you just let it go. <laughs> just, it's just it's just part of the, the background noise, like stuff yeah. that's happening. Okay, for sure. What about when I'm waiting for the water to boil or the coffee to be finished or the microwave to go? Like what what's your what do you do when you're in those waiting moments? Uh I I always find something to do. I'm if it's at night like when I'm making and I very rarely make the like the evening tea because Phil does clean up and that's part of his cleanup job. But if I if it was I I've got a bunch of other stuff that's going on so I'm either pulling stuff out to get it ready for the morning routine like pulling the toaster out for him and getting out the plate and the knife and the the, the cup for the juice and the vitamins and and then he'll come in sometimes we go wow you're really ready I'm like because well, you never know you never know what tomorrow is going to bring you should never allow just a wasted you know whatever yeah so sometimes I will do stretches too oh okay so they're often that I'll just like put my hands on the counter and I'll, I'm always like doing like a hamstring stretch or a squat or something up on my okay. toes, my feet. Yeah. I don't think I've ever stretched in the kitchen whilst waiting no. for something. No, but I am always doing something like I'm never yeah. just standing waiting for something. I'm either like you, I'm either like setting things out for the morning or like doing whatever, or like just wiping the counters. I was just going to say, I'll often have a cloth in my hand and then yeah. start wiping the outside of the That's it. I'll the like wipe the cupboards or... or I'll move the, like move things off at like the counter yeah. and like wipe it down. Like I'm always doing that sort of stuff. I know. Yeah, me too. Me too. We're like, okay. the, same, we're like the same person. I mean, in a lot of ways, it's kind of yeah. spooky. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, okay. What about when you walk in the door? So you've just been out doing whatever. Yeah. You walk in the door. I walk in the door. I go into the kitchen and I put all of whatever it is that I have, even if it's just my purse. Mm-hmm. I take my mask off and immediately go and wash my hands. And for me, it's similar but there's one other very important step. So for me, it's the same. I put everything down in the kitchen. 
Um, I put my mask immediately into the washer. Okay. Then I go to the bathroom. Oh. And then I wash my hands because it doesn't matter where I've gone. By the time I get home, I'm desperate for a bathroom. Doesn't matter where I've gone, how long I've been out, doesn't matter. <laughs> I get home and my bladder is like, you need the bathroom now. Okay. That has to happen. Okay. What about ooh, this one? What about this one? So you finish a workout, mm-hmm. then what? I finish a workout and then I um, pick up my mat put it back into the bag, usually go and grab a drink. And it depends. Like in the morning, then we go down and I get breakfast, but I don't change out of my stuff. I usually have like, then have breakfast, we have our coffee and everything, all sweaty and whatever. And because we've been doing stretching, you and I, then I I usually leave one mat out and then do my stretch. Mm Yeah, I was thinking about that, too, because I also, like, of all the things that I've listed, it's the one that is the least structured or the least routine for me. Yeah. Because it it, it truly all depends. Like, today, it's like a mad dash because I finished the workout with, with, uh, with you guys, and then I've got exactly a half hour to be presentable and on screen for my students. So it's like... Yes. But today you did a stretch because I got a message. So I was thinking you pushed it today. I sure did because I saw that it wasn't quite 8 o'clock. It was like 7.55 and I was like, I'm getting a 10-minute stretch in. I'm doing it right now. So I, I literally like sat down on the ground, took my running shoes off while the video was like starting yeah. and then was like ready, did my stretch. Like I jammed that in there. I think you just jammed that in there because you wanted to finish the challenge before <laughs> I did. No, that isn't true. That isn't true. I promise you. It was I'm just. Gonna, because... I'm going to tell the people who are listening that you are not as nice as you look on the outside. And we already talked about that I mean, earlier. That You're like one of those yummy looking cakes at a bakery that looks really good. And then when you taste it, it's just kind of sour. That is very true. That is an accurate <laughs> description of who I am. <laughs> no. Henny described herself as the opposite of a porcupine. A porcupine inside out. I'm an inside out porcupine. (laughs) I look nice and cuddly and friendly on the outside, but I'm all spikes on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Only a little, only a little bit true. Only a little, (laughs) but definitely a little bit true. Um, Yeah. So like, Sometimes I'm like in a hurry to like get ready, but typically after a workout, especially if it was like a tough workout where I'm really like winded or, or, uh, like really sweating and hot, I don't like to shower and get red. Like I'm, cause I'm too hot. Yeah. I know there's nothing worse than that. And your body hasn't cooled down. And so okay. you have to shower and then you're sweaty. That's it. So here's the worst, like the worst example of this. And I mean, you know, given everything that's been going on this year, it has been a long, long time since I've done this, but hot yoga, mm-hmm. the worst example, like that is the best example for the worst experience because yeah. you are just like me, I am so hot when I come out of that room because it's like a sauna yeah. and then you go into the change room and the change room is this team in the particular studio where, where we've gone together, the student, the, um, the change yeah. is 
teeny tiny little change room. It's also on the second floor of a building. And so there's not a lot of cool air in that place anyway. Yeah. And full because there are so many people. And then you've got two showers going. And so the showers are hot. So you've got all this, like, honestly, I step out of the shower and I'm imme- like I'm sopping wet because I'm immediately sweating. And then okay. I'm trying to like fight my bra on. Like it's. Uh, I, no, it's a worst. What else do they, what else does that studio have in the showers? <laughs> what else does it have? It has a particularly astringent. Eucalyptus, I think it is. <laughs> so you got to be careful where you put those, where you put that soap yeah. because it can be a little stingy. Because I put it in my bits and bobs and wow. Gave you a, it was refreshing. Woo! It was something. <laughs> it was like, what is happening here? So what what has oh. been really what has been really nice is there are a couple of days. So when I'm working at home, there are two days out of ten where my my planning time is the first period of the day. So two days out of ten, I don't actually start until an hour into the day. And so on those two days, if they happen to line up with our workout days, those are the best because then I've got like this extra time to sort of like ease in, you know, I've got like, I can take 45 minutes to kind of like walk around, tidy some things up, cool down, you know, make a phone call, whatever I need to do. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I need to get ready. But that was not today. <laughs> okay. The last one I've got for you. Yeah. I enter the grocery store. I grab a cart. Would you grab a cart even if you just needed like two or three things? Uh, no. Uh, I don't even like to grab a basket then because I usually have, I always have my own bag and I like to put it into the bag, but some stores don't like you doing that because then it looks like you're going to steal. But for me, it's just, especially in the last year when I've been having to walk home at certain points with everything and that I often underestimate how heavy the stuff is if I have it in a shopping cart or a buggy and then the bags and I have to carry them a far way and and then I have to stop and put them down and shift, you know, that whole shift to one side. But if I have it in the bag, then I already know how heavy it's going to be. Oh, that's smart. Yeah. But um, yeah, if it's only a couple of things, I'm also one of those people that is standing there and people are like, oh, you know, they want to help. And you're like, no, because it's like Jenga. Cause once you move one of these things that are strategically balanced in my arms, the whole thing right. is going to be messy. Yeah. 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 Which is why I think more, almost always I would grab a cart. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I know I only need like a few things. I, I still grab a cart because, because inevitably if I grab the basket, I'm going to end up with more than I expected, or it's going to be heavier than what I thought it was. Yeah. And so even when I only have a few things, I usually grab a cart. And then do you have like a particular? Yes. hundred percent. Okay. Of course. Okay. (laughs) Of course. So here in the store that I go to, the eggs are all at the checkout. But because of um, COVID and then you have to, like they, you know, you're, there's always someone directing you to which checkout to go to and this and that, but they don't all have the eggs. So the first thing I do is I go in and I grab the eggs. Okay. And put them in. 
Then I go around to where the meat is. And then I do the meat and the cheese is opposite it. Mm -hmm. Then it goes through the back of the store where the dairy is all the way down to the veg and the fruit. And then I'll decide if there's things down any of the aisles that I actually need. Always the same. Yeah. It's the same. It's not the same pattern for me, but it's the same in that there is a very distinct pathway that I follow. Yeah. But I think in Canada, most grocery stores, when you walk in, you walk in and you're at the fruits and veg. Yeah. Typically you're either at produce or bakery. Yeah. Um, But yeah, in this one, it's just because of the way the store is that it's not like that. It has a second floor and it's in, I think it, it might've been a house at one point. It's got like these big wooden, it's a spiral staircase that you walk up to go to the second floor. Oh, wow. Uh, and it, with a couple of escalator things and, and whatever. I mean, then it's not really, it was, let's say it was made before you had big buggies. Right, right, right. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I remember as a kid, we, we never started with produce. We always ended with produce because at that time, the, the shopping buggies were all like big, deep buggies. Like yeah. now most places where you go, they have like these double decker buggies, right? Where yep. there's like a, a top row and a bottom row. So you can keep like fragile yeah. things on the top. You can put the heavy things on the bottom, but, but certainly when we, like the grocery yeah. store that we went to when I was a kid, that wasn't a thing. Like it was yeah. just these big buggies. And so I remember it was always, uh, produce was always last because mm-hmm. all of that stuff had to stay on top. Yeah. But for me now, I always start with produce. Okay. And I'm the same as you. Like I'll do produce and then I'll go down to meat, and then I'll go to dairy and eggs together into the frozen aisles yep. if I need anything frozen. And then there's, and then I decide if there's an aisle that I have to go. There's always one aisle that I have to go down, yeah. but I'll decide if there are other aisles that I have to go down. Yeah, but you know, I I always like to go to big grocery stores, you know, in Canada. But here, that you just, that isn't that's not what you see. And then when I went back at Christmas, I was like, oh. Then if you forget something in one of the big stores, yeah, it's so far to go back, and the aisles are so long. There's no escape. Yeah, I've gotten smarter as I've you know as I've gone along. Maybe like maybe I just got smarter in the last year, but. I think maybe because in the last year it's been more like I just want to get in and get out, you know, and so I'm like, okay, I have to set up a system where I can do that because I used to, okay, so I used to make a list of the things that I need at the grocery store, but typically the list was based on like what I was going to make. So I'd be looking at a recipe and I'd be like, okay, here are the ingredients that I need. And so I'd put them in my, like, I'd put them in a list and then I'd look at something else and I'd be like, okay, here are the things that I need for that. And then I'd put them in the list. But then when you do that, it doesn't, uh, it's not connected to where those things are in the grocery store. And so now I'm very clever about the way that I put the list together so that I put all of the things that I know that are going to be in the same section in the same part of my list. Yeah. 
so that so that that doesn't happen, right? So that once I leave an area, I know I've got everything I need. Yeah. And do you put? I'm, I'm assuming you use your your list is on your phone. It is on my phone. Yeah. Yeah. I had to stop because with a mask, now a visor, and might have to have my glasses on, and then everything's yeah. fogging up. Yeah. So now I just write big on a piece of paper I have, <laughs> or a sticky note and I'll stick the sticky note on the back of my phone or yeah. something before I go. So I, I used to do that too. Cause I do, I do love a good sticky note, yeah. but, but I, but now I've been working on my, like from a list on my phone that's working for me. Yeah. So I just haven't changed the font on my phone. I know somebody and I, I'm like, I can read exactly what is on your phone. You get like four words because the font is so big. On it. <laughs> you wouldn't want to read a book because it, it would tell you it's like, you know, 1500 pages when it's really 300. <laughs> I mean, you got to do what you got to do. That's true. So true. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Sandy, tell me a little bit more about your like what you were thinking because this sounds like you were thinking something crazy I don't mean that so a few days ago I get this text from Sandy that's oh, yeah. just like a link to a podcast episode and yeah. the podcast is one that we've talked about numerous times this on the like you know that we have talked about numerous times it's it's Brene Brown's podcast called Unlocking Us and but it was a particular episode that you wanted me to listen to and so I'm curious, so I'd like to hear from you a little bit about it before I say anything. And the podcast, like the name of it was Resting Our Tired Brains. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it was also, so the very first podcast of Unlocking Us. Yes. It was a new podcast she was launching. It was already the date had already been set, but before the actual first episode launched, COVID hit and the lockdown hit. And mm-hmm. so she did a, like a, a free for all, like un, kind of un, unscripted mm-hmm. podcast, the very first one. And it was about FFTs. So fucking first times. Mm-hmm. And so we had chat, we've chatted about that before, but yeah. this one went back to, a year later, she's taught, or actually it was eight months in, she had watched The Queen's Gambit. Right. And. Which so, is a, a, a show on Netflix. Right. And it's, it's about a young girl who is like a, uh, I, guess, I guess a savant as a, as a uh, chess, chess player. player. Chess yeah. player. And I don't know a lot about chess, but during the, the, the the series you see that there's a lot of skill set needed a lot of memorization you need to actually study and anticipation there's a lot of brain work that goes on and so Brene Brown had just finished watching it and then was talking thinking that she needed to do that you know start learning it to exercise her brain but all of this and then she started thinking because she is a researcher and she likes to link things was Mm -hmm. Do we like she real she with with her research found out with into learning how to play chess was that 
professional chess players burn like 6,000 calories during a match, which is equivalent to like the average person three times like what you would normally consume in a day, but also elite athletes burn up to 6,000 calories. Yeah. Yeah. In a, like if they're in a tournament of some sort. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it got her thinking about, well, how do like our brains and do we eat so that we think or do we need, do our brains actually use more food, like more mm-hmm. energy? Like, does it, is it, are we not looking at it necessarily from the right angle? Yeah. Right. Is that? Is yeah. That you, yeah. Yeah. Like our, yeah, exactly. Like, do we, are we fueling ourselves so that we can think better and faster and quicker and right. whatever? Or are we fueling ourselves because our brains are, are, consuming or need that need more energy energy. and so we're tired and we're yes because we're we're, needing the energy yeah yes yeah and so she reached out to someone who is an expert in in it and the person she wrote them an email and they actually sent her a voice message back because they felt that they wouldn't be able to explain it necessarily in the way that it needed to be written and so she had shared the actual message on her podcast and this doctor said that yeah because we we it's actually true that we do need to our brains do consume a lot of energies when we are in these modes of um exercising your brain i guess and and really putting them to good use learning new things and so i found that really interesting Mm -hmm. because it is we know that we know that we need to have our bodies need to be fueled well so that we make better decisions mm-hmm. but i've never considered that our brain actually needs the energy itself yeah to be able to do the work that it does Yeah, very interesting, right? Like, and, but I mean, it's, what's, what's cool to me, I think, is that we know what it feels like to feel like your, like your brain is tired. Like, like, I'm sure everyone knows what it feels like to feel fatigued mentally, but not necessarily fatigued physically. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like depending on what's going on, depending on what my day has looked like, by the end of the day, I just like I'm so tired of thinking. I'm tired of making decisions. I'm tired of like, um, you know, thinking about you know what could be, what already happened. Like I'm, I'm just tired of anything that requires concentration. But my body might not actually be tired. Like I might not actually feel like I've done that much. I might not even feel like I'm ready to sleep. And yet I'm too tired to do anything, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I, but I think that like what this expert that, that she reached out to was saying is that, you know, your brain 
does get tired. Like you, you do, you can, it is possible to work your brain like a muscle, like to, to yeah. exercise your brain. And when you do that, it's tiring. Yeah. And it needs rest. And it needs rest. Yeah. Yeah. And to be rejuvenated. So yeah, that's, I mean, we, I, we've talked about this before too, but there are only so many decisions that we can actually make in a day. Yes. And, and that just, um, now, now it's like, you understand why it's like you get to a certain point and you just, it's conserving as, as much energy as it can just to basically function because the brain is not just about thinking. The brain is also what's sending messages throughout the body just to do all of the other functions that it needs to do too. Mm-hmm. Well, and when you, when you link that back to, you know, what we were just talking about, like all these like silly little routines and sequences and systems that we follow in our lives, like yeah. the connection there is that when you have those systems in place, you don't have to make those decisions, right? Like, like I don't have to decide when I walk into the grocery store where I'm going to start or what I'm going to put in my cart because I already know, like I know the exact pathway that I'm going to walk. I know the aisles I know. And, and I know, cause I have a list and I, you know, and I get similar things all the time. Like I also know what's going in the cart. You know, so, so you don't have to make any of those decisions. And, and I think it was interesting because someone mentioned a couple of weeks ago at a workshop, at a WW workshop, like, well, isn't that a danger because you're just doing things automatically. And, and I think maybe there's a fine line between following a system that you've put in place and doing things without thinking yeah you know like i think you can do something that is familiar in a mindful way i also think you can do something that is familiar without thinking about it twice exactly yeah we often though forget that all of those habits that we've put in place we have actually made a decision to put into place like we had to do something to start that but we also have control and the ability to change it too and so that that's where you're going to require the brain work is that your body is we take the 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 path of least resistance right so we want to do the same thing and you get into that rhythm but you have to stop it if it's not working for you if you want to make a change and that's, that's sometimes we give up on ourselves too quickly because we're like, well, you know, it's just what I do when what we do isn't what we need. Yeah. You know, this difference yeah. between those. Yes, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Are there particular decisions that you have less patience with making or decisions that you are like more frustrated by having to make mm-hmm. or that requ- I don't know or that require maybe that would cause you to to become like decision fatigued sooner mm. 
I don't know if it's things that I have to make necessarily make a decision about. Going out and eating used to be that that type of thing would would be decisions that I would spend too much time thinking about and then just be like, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to have whatever. Okay. Like you know, choosing so, from a menu. Choosing from a menu, even choosing where to go to a restaurant yeah. where I it's I've spent way too much time thinking about it. Yeah. And then I can't. I've used all my energy up on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get to the point where I end up making, like, wherever the decision is, so I let somebody else make the final decision. Right. And then I'm unhappy with it. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> when I had control at some point, but just couldn't right. make that decision. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, but other, other than that, like, not, there are things that I do that get me to a point where I just don't even, it worries me so much and then I don't care about it. Yeah. Usually surrounding how much things cost. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's so, a good example. yeah, sometimes it has to come to a process where I just like at some point just say, okay, forget it. It doesn't matter. I just need to get past that. Yeah. I don't worry about it. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. can get, I can get really wrapped up in that and then never make a decision or, or, have to really work at not making the decision solely based off of price, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. I'm much more generous if I'm if I was buying somebody else the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am so generous, and yeah. it, the cost to me isn't really relevant. Yeah, yeah. But if it's for myself. Yeah. Well, because then ultimately you have to decide. Okay, is it worth? the cost or is it worth not having it mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and I'm much it's much easier for Phil and I as a couple to make a decision on something that ha that is a lot of money than it is on something that's not that's we spent a funny. lot of time on something that if we sat down and said how much did we spend on coffees this week <laughs> right <laughs> You could have just gotten it. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm not paying $25 for that t-shirt. <laughs> but you just bought a bottle of wine that was $50 that right. you're going to, he's going to consume. And then, you know, it's going to be down the toilet in yeah, like yeah. 24 hours or so. <laughs> it's <laughs> funny how we do that. Yeah. Totally. yeah. But we, but we do that and we do that with food too. Yes. Yes. Right. Like, it's like. You know, it'll be like, you know, I'll ponder back and forth like, ooh, like, am I going to add that like, you know, extra sprinkle of cheese on something, you know, like, but then, you know, you eat a bag of something, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's really. <laughs> Don't even give it a second thought. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Yeah. Okay. So um, you were also telling me that you'd listen to an episode of one of your favorite podcasts, Armchair Expert. Um, but I don't, I never listened to it. And so I'm not really sure what else you were thinking about there. What was, yeah. what was the, uh, what was the podcast about? What was going on? Well, there were, I listened to two of them. One of them was a, um, it was a professor who was an, she's also an author um, and she teaches tax law. Okay. She's written a book that is a um, 
basic, I can't remember what the title is, but basic, and I'll remember it later, but basically the premise is that in the, it's in, in the U.S., is that tax laws benefit white people over people of color in many ways. Mm -hmm. And so, like, there are a couple of examples that I can remember, and one was that you have uh, one couple where you have a single earner, and it's typically the, uh, a man mm -hmm. who makes $100,000 a year, okay. gets married, and in the U.S. there are tax benefits um, when you get married. Right. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that couple gets to take advantage of that. Right. Couple B also have a yearly income of $100,000 a year, but mm -hmm. both of them work. Okay. They make $50,000 each. Uh -huh. Okay. Typically, they're people of color. They oh. do not get to take advantage of the same tax benefits that the other couple does. Interesting. Because one is working and one is not working. Oh, wow. So, and these are all things that, that are, she's, from what she said, um, the author, like these are, these are all studies that she has done. I mean, this is all yeah. research that's been yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she said, and the thing is, is that the IRS has known about this since like 1948 or something because they have been, they've been collecting data on it. Yeah. And that the reason is, is that the people who are making the laws, these tax laws, are also typically white politicians. Mm -hmm. And they are making them because they, are all, they already know that they're advantageous for themselves like and people yeah. like and their yeah. friends. Yeah. But it, it, there was an, also another, there was examples about um, home buying, uh, like home purchase. Mm -hmm. And the areas where typically the homes are, are bought, the value that they get, yeah. um, it's, it was interesting. It was, it's actually, it was a really interesting episode. Yeah. Um, I about, would be really about fascinated. In, investing um, that white families typically are in a better position for retirement and for um, savings for their children's education right. than families of color because they are the families of color are often supporting other family members. Right, 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 so right. They don't right. have the same amount of disposable income. Yeah. Even because when they're the making the same amount of money. Because the same income is being spread more right. places. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was one. Yeah. And then okay. the other episode that I listened to was um, with Andrew. I think his name's Andrew Yang. And he, he actually was running um, um, to in the presidential election this year uh, or for, for 2021, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and, but now he's running for mayor of um, New York. And his, his whole platform was UBI. Oh, universal basic income. Yes. And so DAX, DAX is a, has a pretty open mind to stuff. And um, he was saying, you know, it's going to take a lot for you to like, to like move me from, to move the needle a little bit on this. Cause it just doesn't make any sense, you know, right. <laughs> and, and anyway, in a, in a nutshell, 
he he had some really interesting theories about it because people are always wanting to know where's the money going to come from but yeah. yet in the last year they've seen so much money stimulus money and the amount of people in the US who are on, on who are unemployed and are getting set amounts of money and the stimulus is also doesn't matter how much money there was it was very high i think the threshold so mm -hmm. it covered a lot of people mm -hmm. um were, they all got the same amount of money so whether mm -hmm. you were making 30,000 or whether you made $100,000 like it was mm -hmm. the same amount and yet they've managed to do that for the last year and support yeah. people yeah. and so it it was it actually works as advantageous to him on him trying to sort of sell this will it, you know, Dax is like, will you ever be able to completely sell this? I don't think so. Mm. Um, but it was interesting. It was interesting theory, I guess, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, to listen to. And the other, here's the last thing I want to say about podcasts oh. in general. Okay. I've listened to a lot of podcasts this year. I have favorites. I've listened to some, and then I've got like fatigued from them and so I've stopped and then others but there are so many quote famous people yeah. who now realize that there's a lot of money to be made in podcasting yeah and doing podcasts but I I really feel like it is uh been a a way to get to know these people on a different level mm. that you see and you have these preconceived notions about the type of person they are based on the characters they've played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then you listen to them and someone like Dak Shepard, you would plays kind of roles sometimes where it's a little bit goofy. Mm -hmm. You don't really think he's got like a lot of stuff, you know, yeah. there's a lot of depth to him. And he, there is actually quite a bit of depth to that guy. And, yeah. he, and he's really self-aware. Yeah, like you knows he's an asshole at times. Yeah, and and is and it works on that. So it's been uh, it's been it's been kind of fun to get to know these people on a different level. Someone like Rob Lowe. I I was really listening to a lot, and then there's just not a lot there. Like to me, there was just like <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's about an inch deep, and then I it's I was just like. Yeah, I like he he needs a lot of stroking on himself. So okay, yeah. okay. Uh. <laughs> so it's just it's interesting, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you do. You do. It is really easy with people who are in the entertainment business and who perform like for a living, yes. it's really easy as the person who is watching those performances to get caught up with the performance and then, you know, who, what it, who is or what is the actual person like, right? Yeah. And there's no way really to know unless you had a relationship with that person. And certainly in a pod, like a podcast is, you know, they're to a certain level or performative. Yeah. But, but definitely not in a way that you're performing necessarily a character, right? You, right. It's more a way of, of performing yourself, right. And putting yourself out there. So, so yeah. you do get to see, um, 
maybe a better window into into that those persons that that person's thoughts and that yeah. person's experiences right yeah especially when they're the host because if you listen to them on a regular basis then you listen and they interview a really diverse group of of guests yes you hear their take on things that what maybe you you haven't thought about yourself um, and so, you know, there's a lot of information that you, you get to the, um, you know, you get to take in, mm -hmm. um, but, and it also at times makes you think a little bit differently about things that you just had never considered before and, and what your, you know, where, where you, where you stand or what, what stake you take, you know, uh, in it. Yeah. yeah. You know, learning something new every day, Sandy. Yeah, you know, trying. I have a very bad memory, though, so that's that's why I count on you. Because I'm thinking as I'm saying this, people are like, yeah, but you're about an inch thick. You're about this deep here. <laughs> that's not true. It's it's like we're pinky in the brain. I'm pinky <laughs> and you're the brain. <laughs> that, that is not true either. But I kind of like that visual. <laughs> Oh, my kids used to watch us. Pinky is pinky and the brain, 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 brain. Because my brothers <laughs> loved that show. <laughs> now that's all I've got in my head. Uh, good. You're welcome. We're going to need an image of pinky and the brain with our faces <laughs> superimposed. <laughs> Can someone do that? Is someone more technically able than me able to put that together? Because that would be... Everything. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Well, yeah. Sandy, on that note, <laughs> I think maybe we better leave on a high <laughs> or a low, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Um, but you know what I'm interested in knowing? I'm interested in knowing from our listeners if they have a particular podcast that they uh, really enjoy or that they've learned a lot from, or, you know, I know you're always coming with cool stuff from Armchair Expert, and I know we've both listened to some really interesting things from Unlocking Us with Brene Brown, and there have been a few others that uh, that we've come across that have been cool, but yeah. I'd, I'd be super interested in knowing if people are listening to other things that, uh, you know, that are informative, you know, or other things that are, you know, funny and silly and you just a good time. I'm into that, too. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, yeah, I end up listening to, you know, Dateline from like 2009 repeats. So I'm when I run out of stuff. <laughs> it's a little sad. It's all the same. It's like, what have I learned from that? Is like people think that they can kill their spouse and not get caught. <laughs> right. <laughs> But you the know, spouse the is the first person they look at. Just want to <laughs> that's my tidbit to share. <laughs> the end. Public service announcement. <laughs> oh, Sandy! Well, oh, always yeah. a delight to chat yes. with you, my my dear Pinky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And everyone who is still listening to us, I mean, we are just so delighted and thrilled that that people listen to us. And uh, and we really do love it when you reach out to us and say like, oh, I heard this or, oh, what about that? Or did you think about this? Or I really liked that or, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's really cool. So so please continue to do that and please continue listening. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, my friend, and uh, everyone have a great week, and we'll see you, uh, well, you'll hear us next Tuesday. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye.